You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Are you high? <laughs> no! No! Come on, man. I love when you go for the comedy. It, but I would not quit your day job beating up uh, people. I would. Welcome back to Let's Talk OC, the OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And on this episode, we're going to be chatting about season three, episode 13, The Pot Stirrer. 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 <laughs> Original air date, January 26th, 2006, written by John Stevens and Josh Schwartz, directed by Norman Buckley. Caitlin continues to stir up trouble as her birthday nears. She's been hanging out with Johnny behind Marissa's back and influences Seth on how to calm his nerves. She sure does. Yes. Oh, boy. Caitlin. Caitlin. But, like, do you get it? I get it. I get it. She's always been in Marissa's shadow. Yeah. And we're, Liz and I are both older sisters. Yes. And... I'm excited to talk to you about this episode because we're of two siblings. We're both the oldest. Yes. We both have younger sisters. We have very different relationships with our Completely, sisters. Completely, yeah. Mine is a little bit on a very, very smaller scale, resembles Marissa and Caitlin. Very small, but yes. I could relate to Marissa on how she was feeling towards Caitlin. And my sister, when she was a teenager, I mean, you were like BFFs with Sam when you guys were teenagers. Yeah. Sam was kind of like Kaylin. She did shady <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put her in the same category as Caitlin, but she did manipulative stuff. <laughs> you know I think that yeah. was just, that was just Sam's way of expressing all of her teenage angsty hormones and yeah and I also things. and plus like we were discussing on commentary you guys share the same friends I mean I'm a prime example of that like you guys share you're only two years apart you right. share same friends right so you it, things get a little ooh, dicey sometimes Lines cross yeah yeah uh before we do get into this episode for this snack this week Liz and I are going to have it on break I got us a Small piece. It's so adorable. Gluten free, dairy free birthday cake because Caitlin's not eating her cake, so we're gonna eat it. Yes, and it's raspberry flavor. Ooh, it looks so good. It's so picture perfect. Yeah, it's really. I just loved the size of it. I'm like, I wanted to do something for birthday, and I was like, well, birthday cake. Yeah, there we'll you eat go. it because Caitlin didn't. Alrighty, let's get into it. All right, so the episode opens up. We're in the Cohen kitchen, and Sandy can't find his lucky tie. <laughs> And he's asking Kirsten where it is. And of course, Kirsten, the ever so perfect Kirsten, she dropped it off at dry cleaning. Of course she did. And he's like, you're an angel. Of course she is. And his lucky tie is this yellow patterned. It's a nice tie. It's like a pale yellow with like squares. Yeah. And he has a big meeting because he's working on building a hospital. It's big stuff. It's big stuff. And Laguna Medical Center is going to be paying for it. So it's pretty much up for grabs, and they're meeting with this guy named Bill, 
and Bill has to decide who he's going to go with. So it's, it's high pressure stakes here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while they're talking about this in the kitchen, Ryan is sitting in the back eating cereal, just just being Ryan. He's just observing. Yeah. He doesn't need to speak. Yeah. It's just a, a quintessential Ryan yes. scene. Like just speaking, paying attention to everything that's happening, not speaking. Yeah. And so Seth walks in looking real disheveled. He's in his bathrobe. He looks so tired. Yeah. And clearly something's up. And Kirsten asks him, like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm all right. Turns out I have an interview with Brown on Sunday. Right. And, you know, he's he tells Kirsten and Sandy, like, he's feeling okay about it. But Ryan can tell. Yeah. It's funny because you think as parents, you recognize, I'm sure maybe they did to an extent, like recognize that Seth was definitely off. Yeah. But Ryan's like, what's up? Like he just knew. I think because Sandy is so distracted. Yeah, they're both distracted. And Kirsten says she has a meeting with a new client with Julie. Right. Which we didn't see at all. I know. <laughs> I'm having Ajita. I'm yeah, you are. Kombucha. <laughs> um, and then Ryan asks Seth, did Summer get an interview? Yeah. And Interesting, Seth because is, Sandy and Kirsten don't mention that, which again, again they're distracted. Yeah. But and, Ryan's like, ah, right. something's wrong. Did Summer get an interview too? But the way Seth answered, he tried to pull it off like, oh, I totally forgot I haven't to ask. I thought about it. Yeah. Weird. And we know you're lying. Right. Because this is all you've been thinking about. All you've been thinking. You're obviously stressed about it. Yeah. And so Ryan, you know, says to him, I can help you. Just let me know what I can do. And Seth's like, it's fine. I just have to process it. You know, it's just weird. Like I've been waiting to get out of Newport my own entire life. And now it's finally here and it's feeling real. And I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah. And he's so nervous and distracted that he pours his coffee into a (laughs) bowl of cereal. Mini wheats. Shredded wheat. Looked good. But we're like, we wouldn't do that. Nah, nah, nah. I was actually, I wanted to know if anybody has actually ever done that where they have eaten their cereal with coffee poured on top. I can't say that I have, but you mm. know what I've always wanted to do, and this sounds really gross, what? but you Mary-Kate and Ashley fans out there, <laughs> in Billboard Dad, in the beginning, the, the girls make their dad breakfast, and he's so distracted that he pours orange juice in his cereal. And that always, and like the he makes this like weird like tart pucker, and I was like, oh man, for some reason that always like resonated with me because I love sour and tart things, and I'm like, I feel like I would like that. Only like Cheerios, like plain cereal, just Cheerios. So funny because as you're saying this, I'm like the only cereal that would make sense is Cheerios. Cheerios. You can't do it with like a sweet cereal or like a Odie brandy cereal. It wouldn't be good. But Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, I feel like it would be good. Oh, Honey Nut. Or even just plain. I would do plain with Five Alive. Ooh. Do you remember Five Alive? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a minute. Should we try that? Let's try (laughs) Can you still get Five Alive? I I don't know. We'll have to research that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay, so we shoot over to Harbor, and it turns out that Summer did get an interview. She did. And she's so excited, and Seth is like, wow, that's great. And he asks her, like, are you nervous? Yeah, he's like, are you feeling how I'm feeling? And she's like, nah. Yeah, and she's like... For well, like a minute she was. She was, but... She said that Colonel Flint, her boot camp instructor, you know, told her to ride the change or the change rides you. It's a great quote for it life. It's great. And then she continues to go like, see my war face. And Urgh. she makes this cute face. 
And then we find out that August 25th is freshman orientation. Right. Because Seth said, oh, September. And Summer's like, well, no, you have freshman orientation before. It's in August. So it's even so it's sooner. So it's even sooner than he thought. Yeah. And Summer's so excited because she's like, oh, my God, you got an interview. I got an interview. Right. They could potentially go together. Our dreams are coming true. Right, right. Or so they think. So they think. Summer meets up with Marissa. They're in the um, common area. And... Marissa's going through pictures. She brought all these pictures of to Caitlin school, to school. To make is, a scrapbook for her. Yeah, and this is weird to me. I'm not weird that she's making a scrapbook, but weird to me that she slapped all the pictures to, to school. school. When you could just work on it at home, but I guess maybe because they live in such close quarters now. True. But then again, she could have worked at the Cohen's. Yeah, in the Or house. even at, at Summer's house. Yeah, not to school. but Right, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so they're looking through pictures because Caitlin's birthday is on Sunday. Fifteen. And the only person that seems to remember is Marissa. Is Marissa. And so she's pulling out all these pictures. And I have to say, I love that this show continues to do so. The writers poke fun at themselves. The China has alopecia. Right. And so there's a picture of Caitlin and a horse. And Summer's like, what's wrong with this horse? She's like, oh, it's China. China had alopecia. And I'm like, China lives. Yes. Still referenced. You're still here, China. You're still here. I mean, that happened in season, season one. one. Like in the beginning of season one. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. And um, Summer, you know, she has her comments to say like, oh, as long as Caitlin gets, you know, diamond earrings. Yeah, because Marissa tells Ryan that Summer seems to have always been kind of jealous of Caitlin, like in her birthday parties because it's her special day, which I'm like, what? Summer, out of all people, she's an only child. She probably has the most extravagant birthdays. But maybe yeah. because it's like Marissa was her best friend and Caitlin's her sister. So, like, it's a weird relationship. I know. I thought that was a weird comment, too, because Summer's clearly daddy's little girl. She gets everything she wants. Spoiled. Yeah. Maybe, and I'm digging real deep here. Deep, deep, deep. It's because at a time... You know, both parents were involved. Right. And so Jimmy and Julie were supportive. Pro yeah, it's probably like a model family that she always wanted. Yeah, quote unquote model family. Right. <laughs> to the audience. Yeah. But Marissa, she just can't get over how Caitlin has grown, how Caitlin stole this money. Like she yeah. doesn't really know her and she really needs to take time to get to know the new Caitlin. Yeah, because, I mean, they haven't lived together in at least two years. They keep making a point. Which are prime years. years when you're growing up as a teenager to have family and friends and especially like parental figures in your life. Yeah. So no wonder why she is the way she is. And then it's like, well, Marissa, you're no angel either. You went through your little phase of like rebellious years and trying to figure out yourself and what you are aspiring to be and who you are. I so know. she needs to find that too. It's just, she's just younger. She keeps, it's like she keeps forgetting that. Like she was also once 14 years old. It's like, hey, OTJ. Yeah. You were pretty much, what, it was like 15 or 16 when we first met them. So she was basically Caitlin's age at Tijuana almost dying. <laughs> right. And then it's like she shoplifted and you, well, not to point fingers, but you shot someone like it's you, you have a past too. You knew you learned from them. You also explored your sexuality. You explored you the sexuality with Alex. I mean, you went through a lot of growth and so in a very short time. So this is what's going to happen with Caitlin too. She has to find herself. It's just hard because when you don't, when you remember seeing someone, they were so young and yes. then you see them again and it, they've grown, but you haven't experienced them growing. Yeah. So it's like, oh wow, you're a completely different person. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin has been spending a lot of her time with Johnny. Shocker. 
I really forget how instantly they start hanging out. It's within, I mean, it's the next episode. You see them leave at the beach. She jumps in the water. And then we open up this episode and they're already have been hanging out for like a few days. Yeah. And last episode, we talked about how we felt bad for Johnny because Marissa's just like, hey, here's my sister. You deal with her. It didn't seem to me like he wanted to actually pursue this as a friendship, let alone a relationship. Yeah. So to me, I was like, wait, he's hanging out with Caitlin? I know. I think, okay, so we see them walking on the pier and Caitlin is talking about her birthday and what it used to be like. And it was so great because they would sing the sound of music. So sweet. And they would eat cake and all of them would celebrate together. And Johnny makes, you know, he's entertaining her conversation. But then he's like, hey, does Marissa know we're hanging out? Right. And Caitlin's like, no. Yeah. But uh, not that it's Johnny's place to tell Marissa. It's definitely, I feel like it's definitely Caitlin's place to tell Marissa, even though she's doing, I feel like she's mostly doing this because of the way Marissa's going to react to it. 100%. Yeah. So to me, like Johnny doesn't, he's not really the one to tell Marissa. Caitlin should be the one to tell Marissa and she hasn't on purpose. It's just a really abrupt sudden new formed yeah friendship and i think it's because johnny's bored right i mean it doesn't seem like chili's around or anyone else right and so he is missing that connection with a female female connection right and it just so happens that this is mini coop so it's like what's better than marissa or what's second best to marissa yeah and then it goes into deeper like okay she's always been second best to marissa Right. Ouch. Yeah. And so <laughs> she's just trying to one up and become the best Cooper. Right. And so she is very flirtatious towards him. And she keeps saying, I thought you like me. I thought you like me. Yeah. <laughs> and she does bring up the fact that she went for a swim and he's like, I only gave you a towel. Right. I'm old fashioned. Right. And she's like, that's what I like about you. And she kisses him on the cheek. Yeah, you're a gentleman. But she's very touchy towards him. She's grabbing his hand. Right. But he's not like completely pushing her off. He's not. I to me I think it's like this like weird circle of yeah. like Marissa loves the attention of Johnny. Johnny loves the, Mar- the attention of Caitlin and Caitlin's like I'm just trying to get someone's attention. Oh, that's the <laughs> perfect know? way to put it. Liz. And so they're just like intertwined every single minute of this yeah. episode it's like someone needs to give someone attention. Yes. Uh, At the Newport group, as we were saying, Sandy had a big meeting because he's trying to, um, he's working on building a hospital. So him and Matt give the meeting and they serve bagels and Bill and his group, that's the guy's name is Bill. Clearly they're losing him. Bill is bored and Bill says, you know, I have another meeting to get to. And Matt says to Sandy, like, hey, like, I looked at the other group's plans. Ours how can are, you do that? I don't know. I don't know. How, <laughs> is that like that. an open knowledge I don't maybe? Know. I don't know. But he says we're very similar. But the difference is, like, they wine and dine bill. Right. And Which obviously he needs. He needs. And Sandy's like, I'm not going to bribe people yeah. with food and, you know, nightlife and all of that. And Matt's like, no, I respect that. But at the end of the day, Bill is going to go with who he likes the most. Right, right. It's business. This makes sense to me. I don't agree. I mean, we'll get into what actually happens. But 
it it is true though. You're gonna work with people you like and who takes care of you. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that at first Sandy doesn't get the hospital. He's upset. He's upset, and he ends up talking to Kirsten about it. And Kirsten's like, "Hey, you wooed me," but it's like, "Hey, this is totally different. Completely different." Uh, you th- fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this Bill guy is not going to fall in love with Sandy, even though it's very hard not to fall in love with him. But no, he's a very real, like, you know, personable, do anything for you kind of guy. But he's not like the big schmoozer schmoozer to right. an extent. Like no. he is when he speaks to you, but like he's not really right. A schmoozer with materialistic things. Exactly. And so he doesn't understand this. No, I know. It's like a weird concept to him. And Kirsten's like, well, you know, you got me with bad wine and pizza and a mail truck. Right. Why don't you show him who the Sandy Cohen is, what our neighborhood is? And so he takes that into account. So he tells Matt, hey, listen, call up Bill, tell him we're going to take him on a walking tour. Right, of of things near the hospital so they can get familiar with the area. And so let's do that and show him who we are. And Matt's like, yeah, sure, okay, we'll do that. Even though Matt's like, this isn't going to work. It's not going to work. And he's like, yeah, get that whatever the burrito uh, stand is. He's like, oh, is that a new restaurant? And he's like, no, that's the the walking up burrito uh, truck that... Mm -hmm. Right. It's right near the hospital. Yeah. And so they are on their tour. And towards the end of the tour, Sandy gives Bill a churro. They're on the pier. And Bill is like not impressed. He's like, I'm bored. And he walks off and Sandy, Matt is there as well. And Matt and Sandy, you know, they're like, oh, my God, we're losing him. And he's like, fine, Matt. He's like, do your, let's do it. Let's, let's do choose. it your way. And so Sandy approaches Bill and he's like, OK, we're going to take you to dinner. You choose the restaurant. And what ends up happening, they go to dinner and then they end up back at Matt's place. Where he has his friend, his lady friend. Who's actually a lawyer. Right. Remember that? I'm glad they brought her back. Yeah, they use the same friend. Yeah, but some ladies that work at the dancing club. Dancing (laughs) club. Yeah, and they're, you know, all over Bill and Sandy's like, listen, I'm glad you're having a good time, but I do have to talk to you about the hospital. And Bill's like, hey, listen, you got it. I couldn't tell the difference between the plans. Right. Which what Matt says, too. Yeah. It's just a matter of who he likes. Who he likes. And he's like, Caleb would have been proud. And that, I think, does not sit well with Sandy. It totally doesn't sit right. It totally strikes a nerve because this is how Caleb did it. Yeah. And Bill makes it a point to say, like, this is how business works. Right, right. Oops. Again, I mean, okay. If you were faced with, I don't know, I, I was going to say like I know, the same it's, business, it's but you liked one over the other, you're probably going to work with who you like. Yeah, right? you would. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, because Sandy's been dealing with work and it's been super stressful, he's also trying to deal with Seth. Aye. And so, <laughs> but he's been really distracted and Seth has been so distracted with his thoughts. Sandy and him have this quick talk in Seth's bedroom about college and Seth expresses to him that he is fearful and he's afraid of the unknown and he's like why do things have to change I think Seth is fine Seth is finally happy it's not even like I think like I know right he's like I have my friends my family my girlfriend I'm doing great life is good people don't think I'm this 
huge loser anymore. <laughs> yeah, but of course, uh, at this point, Sandy does get a call. Yeah, he's like, work. oh, that's normal. Oh, and then his phone rings, of course. He has to answer Yeah, it. so he has to answer his phone call, and Seth is like, it's fine. I'm going to go for a walk. Right. On Seth's walk, he bumps into Caitlin on the pier, and she's smoking weed. Pot. I always say, it's like, they're like, are you smoking pot? Like, we, I always call it weed. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Is that like a generate? I don't coastal know. Coastal thing? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Anyway, she's smoking pot, and it's because she's butt hurt because Julie forgot her birthday. Yeah, it was really bad. They yeah, had one Julie. She couldn't even save it. I she know. Didn't even realize like what she was saying. And this all stems because Julie has been trying to go out to dinner with Neil. Yeah, and. She kept putting it off, and then it kept getting interrupted, and her and Neil, they finally go to lunch. He's late. She has to pick up Marissa because Marissa doesn't have a car anymore. (laughs) And he's like, listen, let's make a plan. Let's go out Sunday night. We'll go to a burger joint. It's a no-frills place. So sweet. So sweet. They'll be alone. They'll be alone. And she's like, that's great. Sunday is great. Mm. And so when she's with Marissa and Caitlin, she's like, hey, guys, like, I'm going out Sunday. You guys get to take in, take, take out. And Marissa's looking at her like, She's like, wait, mom, remember the thing we were going to do yeah, on Sunday? We're supposed to get takeout and watch the sound of music. And Julie, of course, is just like talking out loud. Like, why would we watch the sound of music? We only watch that when. And then, and then she's like, oh, yeah. And Caitlin's like, mm, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And bye. And that's when Caitlin goes out for her walk. And right. that's when she bumps into Seth. And so Seth's like. I can't believe you're smoking pot. I'm sorry that your mom forgot your birthday. And then Caitlin's like, do you want some? He's like, no. No. I'm going to use that in college, like when I experiment. Yeah. My dad did it in Berkeley. Yeah. What's that have to do with anything, but okay. I know. But she also, you know, she's talking about Marissa and she's like, can you imagine Marissa Cooper being your older sister? And what that's like. Mm -hmm. So not only that, and she's like, the one day I was finally celebrated was my birthday and my mom forgot. Right. It's pretty fucking shitty. It is really shitty. I feel awful for her. Yeah. But of course, uh, they're interrupted because Marissa. She finds her on on the pier. Yeah. She's trying to be a good sister and she sees Caitlin and Caitlin's like, don't say anything, Seth. Like, don't you know, rat me out. And he's like, no, it's cool. Like, Caitlin and I were just talking. And she brings Caitlin back home. Uh, The next day, we see, we're in the trailer, and Marissa's in really comfy thermal PJs. They look so, like, you you were going skiing, and you wore, like, the uh, long johns. That's what they reminded me of. Yeah. And we hear Caitlin's phone ringing. It's in Caitlin's She's in the shower. She's in the shower. And so Marissa... Yells for Caitlin, and she looks at the phone, and she sees that it's Johnny. Yeah. I think this is an innocent move. She's like, oh, Johnny. Johnny. So she picks it up, and Johnny lies and says, oh, yeah, I was trying to reach you. You weren't picking up. You know, my phone didn't go through to your call. And she's like, oh, okay, no problem. What's up since you wanted to talk to me? And now he's like, uh, gotta call you back because he has nothing to say. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my mom's like calling me. I'll call you later. Right, and then of course, Caitlin comes out and she's like, what are you doing on my phone? Why do you have to answer it? It's Johnny. And she's like, well, he called looking for me. And she's like, oh, all the guys called looking for you? And she's like, well, yeah, actually in this time he was looking for me, even though he wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, and Caitlin 
again, is just giving this attitude to Marissa. And Marissa tries to apologize again for Julie and everything that happened last night. And she's like, listen, we're going out to the bait shop tonight. Why don't you come? And Caitlin's like, no, I have plans. I have plans with friends. And then she invites Johnny. And Johnny's like, I have plans with friends. Like when Marissa, doesn't Marissa invite Johnny to come out? She does. Right? Yeah. But obviously we know Johnny and Caitlin have plans Plans with each other. And so what Caitlin does is she manipulative calls Johnny and she's like, hey, let's go to the bait shop tonight. Right. So now it's going to show the world that they've been hanging out. Which is exactly what happens because Marissa and Ryan are on a cute date at the bait shop. Yeah. Interesting. There's no other friends there. There's no other friends there. Just the two of them. It's cute. Yeah. And Ryan's like, how's it going with Caitlin? And Marissa's like, it's fine. And then as soon as she says that, she turns and she sees Caitlin and Johnny coming down the stairs. And Marissa's like, what the the fuck? (laughs) And so. I mean, and even Ryan's like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I know. And Marissa approaches them. And Caitlin's like, oh, my God, I totally forgot you were going to be here. I don't know. I'm sorry. This, like, would drive me fucking crazy. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious, but her motive, Caitlin's motive, is it is just does she realize it's going to piss off Marissa? Because then later on, she does say, like, there is a part of you that does like Johnny. So, like, is Caitlin feeding off of that or she just knows that her just being a friend with Johnny in general is going to piss off Marissa? I think. And then it's secretive. Like, I guess it's just like all the layers of it is going to piss off Marissa. So she's doing whatever she can. I think also Caitlin just wants to come on top and win something. Yeah. Like, oh, I won Johnny. I won Johnny. Mm -hmm. You couldn't have him, but I got him. And Marissa, when they're in the bait shop. She's like, what's going on here? And Caitlin's like, well, you know, he did drop me off last week. You had him drop me off. Right. And we started hanging out and became friends. And, and Johnny, then they mentioned the water. Well, she mentions that we yeah. went for a swim. And Kate, and Marissa's like, what? What? And then you can see Ryan. He's like, uh, dude, this doesn't sound right. And Johnny's like, I just gave her a towel. I I was thought it was interesting how they kept showing like Ryan and Johnny looking back at each other. And I was like, what are we doing here? Is it like Johnny's always getting involved in like their business? So Ryan's like, oh, another thing Johnny's involved in again. I think. Yeah. And I like, think oh, he keeps screwing up my whole life. <laughs> well, not only that, I think it's also a lot of Johnny's looking and being like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to get in the middle of two sisters. Right. And then Ryan doesn't say anything either, which I feel like it's not his place. It's not his place. It's no one's place but the sisters. Yeah. So, and then Caitlin's like, why are you so upset? And Marissa's <sighs> like, I just don't want to be lied to. Yeah, she's like, I was just lied to. That's all. Like, I just don't understand why you had to keep it a secret. And it's also just out of nowhere. Yeah, it's very random. To us, we see them hanging out, but Marissa's like, what the fuck? And she even says to Johnny, like, who were you actually calling this morning? Right. Like, were you lying to me? Yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. I'm team Marissa here. Totally. Uh, But like we said, Johnny and Caitlin, they continue to have a conversation of making Marissa jealous. Johnny drops Caitlin off at home, and Caitlin's like, oh, my God, you see how jealous we made Marissa? And Johnny's like... I don't think we should do this anymore. Yeah. Now, here is where I think Johnny's just a people pleaser. Oh, he's 100% a people pleaser. He's also bored. And yeah. And he likes the female attention, like we said earlier. Yeah. 
because she's like, what do you mean? I thought you liked me. And he's like, he's like, I do. I do. But he's like, you're 14. I'm 17. And she's like, but I'm turning 15. And it will continue to make Marissa. Well, he says, like, I want to be friends with you. Right. But in my mentality, like, minus the whole, like, underage sex thing, even though he's only 17, mm-hmm. you have to be 18. It's like illegal if it's if you're 18 or if you're 17. <laughs> with a minor, you mean? Yeah. Not that, like, take the sex out of it, though. This happens a lot, though. Like, yeah. you know, you're two years apart in high school. It It seems like on a social level, like, oh my God, you're so many years apart. But really in reality, when I look at it, okay, it's only two years apart. Same, yeah. So to me, like I get Johnny's like hesitation with it. But I, I also if you like her. <laughs> I don't think he actually likes, likes her, her that much. Right. He's like, oh I'm just appeasing you because I, like we said, I'm bored and I really have no other attention on me. So I'll just keep abusing you. Yeah. And he keeps saying, like, I don't like Marissa, but I feel that there is this deep connection. We know you like Marissa. We know you like her, but it's like more than that. And it's like, I don't want to make Marissa, I don't want to hurt Marissa by turning down her sister. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Because what if Marissa came to Johnny and was like, hey, why did you hurt my sister? Right. And he's like, oh shit, like another reason. Another reason. But they leave off as they're going to continue hanging out and it's okay if it makes Marissa mad. Yeah. And then, but then, and Johnny kind of just says like, well, he, he says, right. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. Yeah. Uh, as Caitlin is walking into her house, Seth appears from the bushes. <laughs> he is coming for the offer that she offered to him earlier. I guess it was yesterday at this point. This is all because earlier in the day, Ryan was helping Seth and Summer with their interview questions. Right. And Seth's being very prepared. But yeah. Summer is like, I'm just going to be myself. She's cool Whatever you ask me, I'm going to just, whatever it is off the top of my head, I'm going to say it. And Seth's like, maybe you should prepare. And she's like, I don't need to. Yeah. And Ryan asks them to, we see him ask two questions. Who influenced you the most? And Sir, Summer says Prada. Yeah. And that's when Seth is like, I think you should say Einstein. And she's like, I'm not going to lie. And Prada has changed the way people dress and is inspired. And then she walks off because she's like, I have to get a mani-pedi. So funny. It's hysterical. And if you guys haven't watched this episode in a while, just tune into 1757 because this is when... Ryan, so specific. Yeah, because I really, really liked this scene. I feel like it's a loaded question. I feel like this question is always asked to young people. Hate this question. You you know what I'm about to ask. Yeah, Ryan (laughs) goes, "Where do you see yourself in ten years?" Where I see uh, myself in ten years. That's a good question. Okay. Uh, Well, I guess more than anything, you know what I would like? I would like the happiness that I have right now. Although I guess, what are the chances of that? I mean. You go through your life and you're probably only going to be able to look back and pinpoint like two or three times where you were genuinely actually happy. And then, of course, in those moments, you wouldn't have even appreciated it anyways because who does, right? So where do I see myself in 10 years? And who so, can possibly answer that? Exactly. And Seth, I like the way he starts his answer out because he says he wants the happiness he has right now. He wants to remain in the present. But as Seth Cohen does, spirals Just and goes, spirals. Just goes talks in circles and circles. And he has this really, really good monologue and it zooms in on his face. It's super close. And I think you guys should watch it. 
1757. There we go. There you go. Uh, okay. So Julie, now that she feels bad that she forgot her daughter's birthday, she stops by Neil's and explains to him like, hey, I forgot my daughter's birthday. <laughs> I have to reschedule our date. And Neil is like, well, I can't do tonight. Yeah, she's like, can you possibly do Saturday? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> and he offers his house for Caitlin's birthday because Julie's like, I have to throw Caitlin a party, but it's going to be really small because I live in a trailer. Right. And he goes, oh, use my house. Use the pool. You take the key. Do, do anything you want. Craziness. Sweet, though. Very sweet. But also like, Wow. Very, like, trusting. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just her taking your key and going through your house and setting up and while you're not home. And he even says, like, oh, let me give you a light tour. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. So it's the day of Caitlin's birthday, and it's freaking awkward as fuck because, one, Caitlin is pissed. Two, Marissa is so annoyed, but she still wishes Caitlin a happy birthday. Right. And she says to her, like, listen, I don't want to hurt you. I just don't want you to get hurt because... Johnny's a lot older than you, and I don't need you to be disappointed. Right. And when Julie says she's throwing Caitlin a party, Caitlin's she's like, invite all your friends. And Caitlin's like, oh, okay, I know who I'm going to invite. And Marissa's like, no. But yeah. then Julie's like, just let her have it. Yeah, because <laughs> Julie's like, Caitlin can invite whoever, whoever she, wants. she wants. Julie doesn't know who that friend is. No. Julie has no idea what's going on. And Marissa's like, shouldn't it just be us to bond? When it's like, Marissa, you just don't want to see her with Johnny. Right. Yeah. And Caitlin takes off at this point and Julie is like, hey, Marissa, you have to help me with party decor today. And you could tell that Marissa's just so pissed off, but it's also her sister's birthday and she can't make her mom upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's really good with not getting Julie upset anymore. Yeah. If it was me, I would. I'm oh a bitch. God. So I would be like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Or, and especially yeah. living in those close quarters. I would pull my hair out of my fucking head if my sister... You know how my sister is. Imagine you living that close to your sister. Absolutely not. Uh, and like fucking kill her. <laughs> their shit would be everywhere. Everywhere. And their shit is everywhere. It is everywhere, yeah. I know. Uh, so, Caitlin takes off, like we said. She ends up going to see Ryan. Yeah. And she goes to visit him in the pool house. And she's like, hey, Ryan. Cute picture of you and Marissa. Because there's a picture of Marissa and Ryan. And she's like, you guys are soulmates. She goes, remember, that used to be her and Luke. Oh life, my, oh. And she's like, life is weird. Life huh? is so weird. And she goes, so listen, I need some advice. I'm having a party later. You're obviously invited. Obby. But do you think it would be weird if I invited Johnny? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, you know, I just don't, you know, there's something weird between Marissa and Johnny. Right. Obviously, you see it. And he's like, what are you trying to yeah, do? Yeah, he's like, I, you're up to something. Yeah. You're not fooling anyone. Exactly. Because why would she go and approach Ryan? And why? Because this is Marissa's boyfriend, and we're talking about a sensitive subject of someone who once very much almost, I mean, was in love with Marissa, mm -hmm. Johnny, mm -hmm. and now he's claiming he's not, but everyone what? can see that Marissa <laughs> is still, like, pulled to him for some reason. Yeah. So she's like, let me just go, you know, play around with Ryan and see, like, what he's going to say about it. Yeah, let me just fire that up. And <laughs> on her birthday. <laughs> on her birthday. Yeah, but he's like, I don't see a problem with it. But also, I think you should talk to Marissa because it really seems like you're just trying to hurt her. Yeah. She's like, what are you talking I about? I love my sister. I wouldn't do that. 
Ugh, so slobber. I know. Uh, Seth's interview is fastly approaching. This is all happening on Sunday, by the way, to catch you up to speed. And Sandy comes into his room and he's like, you should come downstairs. Your mom made pancakes. And Seth's like, mm, no, I'm good. I'm just going to keep cramming. And Sandy's yeah, like. But he has the weed in his draw because he's right. like toying with it. Yep. And he's like, Sandy's like, you should just do something to take the edge off. And so <laughs> Seth's like, huh. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> thinking about that. So what he ends up doing is he sets the scene. He puts a towel under his door. This is so high school. So high school. Smoking in your parents' house. Yeah. Did I ever smoke? Uh, I never smoked in my parents' house. <laughs> no. Only- but like I can think about. I. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's what everyone does. Yeah. I've only smoked outside. I swear, of- mom, I never smoked in your house. <laughs> yeah. No, I've okay. never smoked in the house either, but I've smoked outside the house. Definitely. On the golf course. <laughs> yeah. Many a time. Um, When I was a kid. Not a kid, but you know. You know, I mean. of age-ish. Uh, of, of age-ish, yeah. But, oh, yeah. So he opens up the windows. He locks the door. Puts the towel under the door. Puts the towel under no the smoke. door. Sits by the window, and he starts smoking. And he's never done it before, so you don't know how much to smoke and what your body is going to tolerate. Not only that, you're doing this hours before your interview. Uh, yeah, like, that's so dumb. Wow. It's so dumb, Seth. Like you're a smart said, kid. Well, kind of, because <laughs> one, you don't know how it's going to affect you. Right. And two, Mini Coop is like, this will take the edge off. Right. So in his mind, it's like, yeah, I'll just relax a little bit. And he does relax. And Extremely. He, and so uh, Ryan comes to visit Seth and he's knocking on the door. And this is another hysterical scene. It, I I personally love this scene. I love Ryan in the scene. Yeah. He, it's again, classic Ryan doesn't say a word, but just is like staring like, oh, are yeah, you high? Right. <laughs> Ryan is knocking at the door and Seth is like, hold on. Like, why do you got to get in right now? I'm coming. Like laundry buildup. And Seth is and like, he's spraying. Yeah. And, he sprays and Ryan's like, so what are you much. doing? Yeah. And he's like, something smells. And Seth's like, uh, no, nothing smells. And he's like spiling about like brown and encyclopedias and, you know, as Cohen does. <laughs> and Seth and Ryan goes, are you high? And he's Seth's like, like, high. No, I'm not <laughs> high. And he hides his ashtray underneath a composition notebook. Right. Very And obvious. then Ryan just takes the notebook off and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What's going on? So he tries to sober him up. Yeah. He tries he's to- like, um, isn't your interview? It's 3.30. Your interview's at 4.00. Yeah, so he calls Summer. He's like, can you uh, prolong your interview? Yeah, because that's possible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Summer is a talker, so. Yeah. But he throws Cohen in the shower, tries to get him black coffee, tries to get him to sober up. They arrive at the school, and Summer's like, what the fuck took you so long? And also before that, uh, as I interrupt myself, but <laughs> Ryan questions Seth, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Right. And Seth explains, like, listen, a miracle happened two years ago. This was very sweet. You know, you showed up and Summer started talking to me. So sweet. And Sad. Very sad. I don't want it to end. Totally get that. But Ryan's like, dude, you stood on that coffee cart for Summer. Right. You've changed. You did it. You you changed your own way. Like, it wasn't just me and Summer that yeah. came in and changed your life for you. You're going to be great. Yeah. And PSA kids... It just takes time to sober up. There's nothing you can possibly do that's going to really and truly sober you up. Usually you need like 
food too. You need, yeah. Just it's another reason. Just time. Why I chose the cake. Mm. Not only for the birthday, but <laughs> also like the munchies. munchies. <laughs> yeah. You always need something sweet after the salty Definitely. or vice versa. Yeah. But then it's like an, a spiral no, because no, no. you're like, I had salty. Now I want sweet. But now I'm going to have sweet because I had salty. And it's like, when do you stop? The last time <laughs> I smoked, I ate <laughs> box of Trader Joe's macaroons oh my from God. the freezer. Mm. Entire box. Belly ache. Well, I guess you're okay, I wasn't right? by myself. <laughs> I wasn't by myself. Uh, I was with Krista and Andrew, so. All right, so you're okay. 75% of those macaroons. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, Summer finishes her interview. She's still, she was in there for an hour and a half. And she's like, what the hell happened? And, you know, Ryan covers again, like, hey, listen, he just needed to warm up. You know, right. Not she's like, tell huh. Summer. Yeah. She's like, okay. And so Seth, also, mind you, he does tell Ryan that he got the pot from Caitlin. Yeah. So now Ryan's like storing. Storing. <laughs> got to tell Marissa about that. Yep. Uh, but we see Seth make his way towards the door. He's about to go in. And then Summer's like, no pressure. Don't fuck this up or our future's ruined. Right. Our future for Brown can't be together. And he's like, oh, shit. So he's about to go in. And yeah. then he just completely runs the other way. Yeah. And then he goes somewhere for hours because then he doesn't end up at Caitlin's party for a I while. I he went to go smoke again. Oh, maybe. Because I, I feel like. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's a lot of marijuana in one kid for a day. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, so it's party time. We have Julie and Kirsten setting up. It's very cute. We didn't get a lot of Kiki this episode. No, I feel like it's lacking the past couple of episodes. She's just like there for moral support, for mostly for Sandy. She's there like a couple of times for her children, but I she's know. not really there. Yeah, I hope I'm. we will get more of her once yeah, this I'm business sure we do. is going to come. But her and Julie are having girl talk, and they're talking about Neil and Julie just is like so over the moon that Neil gave her house. And then she's like, oh, my God, like I could totally redo the front way with the marble. And Kirsten's like, pump the brakes. Yeah. Let's just get on a date first. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not uh, worry about redecorating. Marissa is outside setting up the balloons and Caitlin is swimming in the pool. And she's like, you should totally come in, Marissa. And she's like, I can't. I'm helping decorate for your party. She's like, oh, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And the party continues to get more awkward because uh, we have Neil come in and Julie is like, hey, Caitlin, you should thank Dr. Roberts for the house and yeah. then she puts on this like sweet young voice did you notice that Ugh. like thank you so much dr roberts and, and then johnny comes in yeah and then johnny walks like the in. first to arrive to the party it's so awkward yeah and you know caitlin's in a towel but she drops the towel to go hug johnny yeah mm-hmm. and julie makes a comment of like oh my god she's growing up so fast <laughs> and then marissa's like yeah and she wants everyone to see it yeah so true so true i mean her body's and amazing oh yeah and she's probably like yes i'm loving my new body <laughs> thank you like development <laughs> uh, yeah and i'm sure johnny's like thank you <laughs> but also so the scene okay we have julie and neil sitting at the table like their parents mm-hmm. uh we have caitlin and johnny on a lounge chair yeah and like johnny's arms are crossed he looks super uncomfortable she's sitting 
excuse me, on the edge. Yeah. And then like all of her other quote friends are around swimming in the pool and doing whatever, but like she's being antisocial and just talking to Johnny. There's so And then Marissa's just sitting by herself in the corner. She's like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And until Ryan and Summer arrive, Marissa just keeps like staring at Johnny. Yeah, she doesn't know what else to do. And to me, I'm like, you're telling me Johnny didn't even say hey to like they said hey. Like you don't think you would like go over and try and like talk to Marissa, hang out with her. So it's, it's like so he's trying rude. to spite her too. Yeah, I think he he's definitely doing it on purpose. Like, oh look, Marissa, you wouldn't take me, so I'm finding another option. Even yeah. though he truly doesn't feel the same way right. that Caitlin does about him or like the way he did about Marissa, but He's yeah. just like making it known that he's moved on, sort he, of. And like, and, I and don't worst, like Marissa. Yeah. And then, and it worst off is that it's her sister. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin grabs Johnny. They go inside. She oh. brings him into Summer's, Summer's bedroom. Room. This is so high school party that like should not be happening. Right, because your parent is here. Yeah. No, that's awkward. And it's during the day. I don't know. That makes a difference to me that it's during the day. Yeah, and, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> and she sits down on the bed, and Johnny's like super she's awkward. Being very alluring. Yeah, and he's like, "What are we doing?" And she's like, "I'm waiting for my gift." And he's like, "Your gifts are downstairs." And she's like, "Uh, well, don't you have something for me?" And he's like, "I don't think we should be in here. What if someone comes in about the door?" Lock. She's like, "Oh, should we lock the door?" Yeah, and then he's she's like, "Who do you think's gonna come in, Marissa?" And she pretty much manipulates him into kissing her. Yeah. And I mean, not that he stopped her. He didn't. He didn't. But she really was like not backing down. So he had no other choice but to kiss her. Yeah. And after they kiss, it's, I mean, it's, it's a fine kiss. It's not like it gets raunchy or anything. No, no, no. Uh, she's like, hey, we should go back down to the party. As they're coming down the stairs, Seth is coming in and he's like, yeah, I was just came from my interview. He's high as a kite. And Ooh, sorry. <laughs> and Marissa and Ryan come in because Marissa's like, where the hell did Caitlin go? And that's when Caitlin and Marissa have words. Yeah, because now at this point, Ryan has told Marissa that Caitlin got Seth the weed. Yeah. So she's around, she's wanting to confront her. So they're just, oy, oy, oy. they're about to have it out. Yeah. And she goes outside. She follows Caitlin and Marissa's like, what is wrong with you? Like you're giving Seth weed. You stole money. Now you're seeing Johnny. Like, who are you? And she's like, oh, please save it. Like, we know this is about Johnny. <laughs> And she's like, Marissa is like, no, it's not. I love Ryan. And you know what? Caitlin's got a good point, though. She's like, yeah, you love Ryan, but you do like Johnny. And it's clear as day because Ryan can tell. Right. Everybody like, can tell. Ryan. And I was like, it's, she's not wrong. She's not, she's not wrong. wrong. And I think Marissa's like, it, it's just like a kind of like a different kind of like to me. Yeah, I think. Like I said before, I feel like she just likes the attention that Johnny gives her. Not that Ryan doesn't give her attention, it's but like different. it's also like, okay, wouldn't you want multiple people to give you attention? And like, don't you feel, and I don't want to like make ownership, but it's like territorial. Like, Yeah, like, oh, Johnny liked me and me only. Yeah, and also Johnny and I had a special connection. He's the first guy I met at my new school. Mm -hmm. And then the whole, you know, surfing thing happened. And then we helped him get surgery. Like, there's right, a like, lot of shit there. He got hit by a car because of me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which it's like you forget he got hit by a car at this point because no more crutches. These, That's it. And also, 
they're not just like symbol acquaintances. A lot of stuff has happened. Stuff has happened. Yeah. So I'd be freaking pissed if my friend was acting like this. But whatever. She Caitlin takes off with Johnny. Marissa ends up telling Julie that Caitlin took off. Marissa, all Julie wants to do is cut the cake and give it out. And then she's mad at Marissa. She's like, you couldn't keep it together for one night. You had to fight with your sister at her birthday party. It's like, oh. I know, but she doesn't even know the context. She doesn't. And then I'm proud of Marissa because she's like, you know what, mom? You're right. I'm going to go. Wasn't I'm like, great? oh my God, girl. I Again, going back to me, I would have been like, you have no fucking idea <laughs> what she said, blah, blah, Same. blah. And you're the worst. Like, And you didn't even say happy birthday to her. <laughs> Same. But Marissa's like, no, I'm just going to pick myself up and go because obviously I'm making the situation worse. It's like, who thinks like that? So mature. And Ryan goes to go after her and she's like, no, I just need some fresh air. Yeah. Um, Julie's super embarrassed by this and her and Neil pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's, this like situation has made them come to terms with the fact that they probably shouldn't date. Yeah. Neil's like, we need to take a breather. Um, He's just, probably scared. <laughs> just clean up and leave the key. Leave the key. It's so awkward. And she's like, dish. yeah. Yeah. I should. Seth tries to talk to Summer about his interview, but Summer is over the top, so excited. Like, oh my God, how did it go? And the Cohen men never want to disappoint their no. women. Summer's looking at the course schedule and she's ripping out all the boring stuff. She's History. Like, she's like, you need to take a, a course in human sexuality. It's <laughs> very funny. And then we... As the episode ends, we have a montage. Ryan's in the pool house looking at a picture of him and Marissa. Hmm. Marissa's at her lifeguard tower. Uh, Caitlin doesn't have a key to her house, which just wraps everything up with like, wow, you truly no one cares. Yeah, it's awful. And she has to sit on the stairs waiting for someone to come home to let her in. Julie cleans up, leaves the key and turns around like what my life could have could been. Could have been, but and no, was it's not. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Summer continue going over schedules and Seth is smoking in his room. Right. And that's how the episode ends. Oy. Oy. Stuff is going to really start happening now. <laughs> I'm not ready. Yeah, But girl. I am ready. <laughs> Are you ready for cake? Oh, I'm ready for cake. <laughs> okay. Let's go eat cake. And we're back. With a little sugar high. Yeah. This cake was really, really good. It was... Uh, by the way, bakery, raspberry cake, gluten and dairy free, delicious, super good. It's funny because um, I don't remember if I said at the top of the show, but it's a big week. Yeah. Your sister is getting married <laughs> and yeah, we all have to wear very nice outfits on yes, Saturday. And so. be not bloated or have acne. So the sugar content, but it is gluten free and dairy free. But we were looking at the caloric intake. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so fattening for this tiny piece of cake. And the sugar is 65 grams of sugar. That's absurd. Yeah, so but you to taste it. Yeah. If you guys want to get like a couple girlfriends and share it, probably best because it's really, really caloric, but delicious. Yeah, nonetheless. Very good. And Caitlin, you suck. We ate your cake. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our favorite part. Trivia. We're going to start with our girl. We're talking about Leticia underscore Dominique on Instagram. Hey, ladies, this is going to be a long one. Yes. Because there was some DVD commentary that I included. I'm so excited. Our girl coming through. Also, I have one after dark question. Yes. Yes. It's funny because we use after dark and after hours interchangeably. Oh, did we? (laughs) So I'm just calling it our after dark, after hours segment. Okay. Here's my trivia. The commentary features Josh and 
John Stevens who wrote this episode. Mm-hmm. The commentary was only on select scenes. Oh, okay. Both Josh and John talked about Willa joining the set and how she had a good rapport with everyone and actually raised the bar on set. Nice. They also mentioned that Autumn was the same way too. Josh said the scene where we see Seth smoking and spraying his room is one of the favorite scenes of the entire season, if not the entire show. Wow. Because of the performance between Adam and Ben. Yeah. Very brotherly and comfortable, but also like very their characters too. Yes. Uh, They really wanted to do this storyline for a while, but didn't want to seem like too much of an after school special. Yeah, because of the whole Kirsten drinking thing. So it's like, how do we go over that? And now it's like, And also teenagers smoking weed. It's like, oh, don't do dope. Don't do drugs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. John is John is the one who bought the Yakuza element into the show because of his love for Yakuza films. Apparently during this time, all of the OC message boards were blowing up with love for Johnny. Wow. Which 10-year-old me would have agreed, but 24-year-old me doesn't get. No. I mean... We talked about this. Like, yeah. Maybe heartthrob-wise. Yeah. But the, character-wise, I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't think we are like, talking about heartthrob-wise. Yeah, okay. yeah. In the scene between Summer and Seth, originally the line was, you are going to take human sexuality at Brown next year. However, Brown was upset and said... They don't have a human sexuality course, so they had to alter the dialogue to see. I'm looking to see if they have a human sexuality course. Oh, wow. Interesting. This episode features the song Insomnia Electric President, which is ranked number 19 on OC Best Music Moments playlist on YouTube. Nice. And then she has an After Dark question, which I will save. Great. Very good. Thank you, Letitia. Love getting that BTS because we don't watch the DVDs, even though we could. I have it. Yeah, we should. Yeah. No, I mean, there are some days, but when we're recording also on a Monday, which we haven't done in a very long time, and we just watched on Thursday, so, you know. There's no excuse, but I'm just just, just (laughs) telling you how the course of events went. We're a very jam-packed podcast network. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Okay, so this is coming from on Instagram at AAW3115. Okay, I really dislike Caitlin. Hmm. She is the worst. (laughs) I really think the title of this episode is perfect. I do too. Yeah. I mean, 100%. It's really good. Caitlin is such a pot stirrer. She gets in everyone's head and makes them second guess things, playing on their worries and fears. Mm-hmm. She's but great at manipulating. Is she really saying anything that isn't true? No, she's not. Or is she just the only one bold enough to say what everyone else is thinking? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's hard to get a read on her motives, which we've been, I mean, if you heard us, we are like right. back and forth. My question for this week. The OC has had some pretty clear villain characters, Oliver, Volchuk. But do you think Caitlin is really intended to be a villain in the series? Uh, intended to be? I don't, I don't know what their intent was, but I don't personally feel like she's a villain. Same. She goes, or is she just angry, misunderstood, living in the shadow of Marissa and dealing with that by just being a terrible human? Yes. Uh, yes. The, the latter part of that. Yeah. I don't think she's a terrible human, but... Being in the shadow of Marissa for all your life, it's probably, I mean, look at her. And like, she's the golden child. Like, being in the shadow and also shipped off because your parents can't deal yeah, with you. Yeah, like, you haven't been around and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Next question is a two-parter. Were you surprised by how Marissa reacted to Caitlin and Johnny hanging out? Michelle, having a younger sister, and if you were in this situation, would you have reacted the same way? Yes. 
So here's what I was saying at the top of the show. Liz and I both have sisters. We have very different relationships with our sisters. I am two years apart from mine. I'm the oldest. Sam and I share friends. And Sam is the one person in my life, and I'll admit this to her, she is my red button. Yes. She does things that rile me up that no other human does. I am a vile human being sometimes (laughs) to Sam. Like, the most nasty. And I'm totally aware that I'm doing it. Yeah. And Sam has done things to me to get a rise out of me. And it's I can't explain it. And I wish I had better words to put behind it. But if you have a sibling and a sister, especially, who's close in age and you guys share things, you might feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that, like, I wouldn't, I would stand up for her. Because it's you kind of someone. For I would her. Kill yeah. someone yeah. It's kind of like. I can mess with her, but, but if no you one touch her, mess. you better watch it. Yeah. I'm coming for you. Totally. No, you guys definitely are black and white. Yeah. Night and day. My sister and I are much more similar, if not almost the same person. Not um, like, I mean, emotionally, maybe the same person. Obviously, yeah. like our some of our traits are not the same at all. Right. Her and Shanna, uh, Sam and Shanna share a lot of the same traits. They do. So yeah. hence why they both drive us crazy. But yeah, I, I, I mean, growing up with you guys, I know <laughs> firsthand what it was like um, to be in the Rubenstein household. So yeah, they're just not the same. However, both equally great people. But and, and, and we're both extremely close. Yeah, like we talk almost every day right right we do have a lot of things in common yeah you're like you're very close but you're also so different. just so different that it's a, a lot of times things are hard because you guys are so different and to be honest with you if I was in the situation where there was this guy and I went through all of this and he liked me and I was 17 and then my sister shows up and is getting all the attention you bet your ass I'd be jealous. I feel like this has happened in your life. I know. Between I'm, just trying you two. I'm trying to, to like think. think of a specific example, but I know for sure that like because you guys share friends, like there are times that she would hang out with like whatever guy friend, like like let's just say Kyle, like more so. And you were like, oh, yeah. okay, well, I wasn't invited. Or like it yeah. just, when you share friends, it's like weird. Right. Shan and I don't, I mean, for the we share, our cousins are our friends, but like- <laughs> Same age share group, we don't really share friends. Like, we didn't go to high school together. I was only on the bus with her, like, in elementary school because we're almost four years apart. So I don't have that. Maybe that's why we are closer because it, we didn't really have to share all of that together and go through all, like, the teenage. I was just, like, the angsty teen. She was like, why are you so mean to me? <laughs> She's still so nice. She's the sweetest. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, but, like, that's, that's how we were different on different levels. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Marissa and Caitlin, I, I get it. But I totally get are, both sides. I do too. I get why Caitlin is the way she is, but I also get that this is all coming to the surface from Marissa. Marissa's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And plus, I think Marissa never like came to turn. Like, she's never allowed herself to realize like she might be a little jealous. Yeah. That someone is like taking her friend slash sort of romantic interest away from her. It's also a friend that's not connected right. to her life, her her original life. Right. It's, this is her new life. Yeah. 
So that no one else has and no one else shares. Right. And so for Caitlin to be like an old part of her life coming in and stealing that new part. Right. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, great question. Yeah. Thank you. She continues with thanks ladies. Glad to hear you're back. And then have you seen the new state farm commercial with Oliver? Yes. Which we have. I have. And we've, did we see that in North Carolina? Yeah, we saw it together. Oh my God, it's Oliver. (laughs) Uh, Let's go over to Muse Chick on Instagram. Our girl Vic. Brace yourself. This is long. (laughs) This episode makes me mad. I felt it was. I felt it was sad for Julie to forget Caitlin's birthday, but Marissa didn't. Yeah. Caitlin is such a manipulative bitch. She's the one that didn't want Marissa to know she was hanging out with Johnny. Yet when he called her and Marissa answered and said it was for her, she changed her mind yeah. and wanted to hurt Marissa. I know. I was concerned about that. I was like, wait, why? Yeah. Yeah. She showed up at the bait shop on purpose and then tried to get in Ryan's head, but thankfully he's smarter than that. She is ruining everything, even Seth and Summer. I get Seth is stressed out and it's starting to sink in, but I don't think Pot was the answer. Not to mention being the reason he skipped the interview. It's so Seth, though. Yeah. Though, posing another question, if he wasn't high. Sorry, now, of course, I take the bite of the cake. Um, do you think he still wouldn't have gone to the interview? Yeah. I think it, I don't think he would have gone either. Like I, I don't think the pot made him not go. No, no. I, it was Summer's comment of "Don't fuck it up." Yeah, you know, that would have made him a re- turn around, regardless if he was high. But if he made it to the, if he went to the interview and, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he would have gone. I think he would have got cold feet. Yeah, yeah. Same. Either way. I knew he was going to tell Summer, but when he saw how excited she was, he didn't. True Mm -hmm. story. When it finally hit me that I was leaving my home to study abroad, I got a tattoo. (sighs) Uh, But it wasn't like an impulsive decision like Seth. It was something I had told my friends I would finally get if I got accepted. That's really cute. What's your tattoo? If you want to share with us. us To answer your question, I do believe in soulmates. And I believe everything happens for a reason. I also agree with you, Michelle, that we have more than one soulmate like friendships. Mm shittiest that manipulative little bitch (laughs) i know marissa doesn't like johnny but now caitlin got in her head do you think caitlin persuade johnny only because he's in love with marissa so he gets to hurt marissa and toys with him on the process or do you think she really likes him Mm, no i don't think she i think it could have been anyone same i think it could honestly it could have been a girl it could have been like marissa's new best friend imagine it could have been alex like it could have been anyone I think she just wanted to take something away from Marissa because Marissa's like sort of always taken something away from her by like her being in the picture and Caitlin not being in yeah, the picture. Yeah, by not even realizing doing anything. Yeah, like that's just Marissa. Marissa. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. so Marissa. <laughs> Do you think if Seth told Summer the truth right away, they would have found a way to work it out? Yes. Me too. But maybe he didn't want to work it out. Right. Does Ryan have to worry about anything with Marissa? I mm. mean, she left alone. <laughs> does he have to worry with about anything i mean they make it seem like yeah now he has something to worry about you always have to worry about something with marissa yeah unfortunately you do Damn she it. <laughs> does have after dark stuff so i will cool. save that okay we had a, a cute um message from at 41 ses c-e-s-s it was like four one success. Gotcha. Uh, on Instagram. And they asked us, do you ship Johnny and Caitlin? <sighs> and I said, no. <laughs> and I said, uh, he's such a sad sack. And they said him and Caitlin 
they liked better than Marissa, but it's hard to ship him with anyone. Yeah, it it is hard to ship him with anyone, but I mean, I think I would be okay with it if they were both genuinely into each too. other, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like she would break him out of his shell a little bit, even though Marissa sort of was like, so, Marissa's like just on another level of like calm, where yeah. Caitlin's like always moving and she's always like wanting to do the next thing. Like Marissa's bet, like happier being like, in her own yes space yes caitlin needs like the constant stimulation so i think for johnny that would be good because it would be like a really good distraction of like him not going away on tour and right you know i just i think they would probably work a lot better than marissa and johnny no i i know because after i thought about because my first initial answer like, was no. like no <laughs> and then i'm like well actually after watching this episode i was like yeah i would hope that maybe he would calm her down and she would lift him up and they would just like be a good equal like they would be good for each other i think they would be good for each other yeah in a different life yeah not right now because <laughs> it's all for the wrong reasons maybe in like two years yeah, yeah. 17 and 19 that would work perfectly yes uh at bia mac on instagram hi girls how are you first one to say that i really love to hear you two talk about my favorite show of all time <laughs> thank you thank you we love talking about it Second, want to make two questions. Please read on the After Dark. Ooh. So I'm going to save that save. then. But I wanted to shout you out on our, you know, the main stage. In the episode. The main <laughs> stage, as we'll call it. Okay. The next, uh, we're going to go over to Dell underscore Vasto. What's up, Michael? Hey, man. Happy stream night. Hopefully I sent this in time for recording. I just finished the episode myself. Nice. Hot fire flames. Everyone's coming off. <laughs> right. I have some thoughts, comments to go off what was said in last week's episode of the OC After Dark. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Good or bad comments. Yeah. Are they After Dark comments? They're going to post at the end. So I cannot wait to see that. I mean, okay. read it. Gotcha. But for the main show. For the main show. So I took this rewatch for me to clue in into the double meaning of the title. I always got the pot stir apart, but also oh, never. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I literally, we literally just had a revelation. Thank you, Michael. He, without him even saying it, because in my haiku last week, I said, "Let's take the edge off." <laughs> And I was like, because of pot. Because of pot, but then you didn't realize potster. Made sense. Good guy. Good clever title. Never made the connection with the pot part, how fitting this was as a title. Uh, Mini spoiler, next week's title is also very fitting. Mm. We'll get to Mm. it later. I love that they keep bringing up China and her alopecia. The joke never gets old. I don't understand why Marissa and Johnny are still friends. Same. Changing schools is a good reason to end friendships. Yeah. And go on with your life. It's not like they've known each other for that long. Yeah. So true. It is. And I know we keep saying that, but I'm like, they've gone through so much together. Yeah. Broken record over here. How how far away is Johnny and Newport? Like, is they are, are they in Orange? Is he in Orange County? Yeah. This yeah. is a dumb question because I don't know, like, the region well, of. Well, if she went to Newport Union. Right. Okay. So I they guess. live in Newport. All right. So it's like, not far. Yeah. Because I'm like, what? this kid keeps driving out <laughs> to see Marissa <laughs> and Caitlin. Yeah. I think it's it's pretty it's relative. Some close. Not okay. as close as Harbor, but right. Or maybe Harbor's further away. You know, some private schools. Yeah. Are far yeah. You away. Do, like travel for that. Yeah. It was so awkward when Johnny calls Caitlin, but Marissa answers, yes. and they act like he was really trying to call her, and then he had nothing to say. 
And then later when Johnny and Caitlin go to the bait shop, I don't understand why Marissa was freaking out seeing them together. Hmm. It's because they lied. And when you're sisters, like, I totally get this. Uh, I don't get it. Do you think Caitlin really likes Johnny? As we talked about, she just wants to get under. Yeah. (laughs) As for Seth and Summer, I think Seth should have confided in Summer with all the stress and pressure he felt Hmm. because they both acted like everything was good. And some of the comments she made to him probably added on to the pressure. Definitely. A hundred percent did. When preparing for an interview or a test or presentation, where are you? Are you someone like Summer who doesn't stress about it and went on with their life like normal or someone like Seth who obsesses about it? I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> for me, it depends. It depends on what it is. For the job I have now, I was like, nope. Just, yeah, you had no stress of that. Yeah. great personality. That's all I believed in. Right. <laughs> for stuff in my past... Yeah, I've stressed about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you know what the thing is? I've always loved interviews. I hate Because I love to talk. I hate to talk. (laughs) You can't hate to talk. You're on a podcast. I mean, I hate to talk about, like, myself and, like, trying to think of witty things to, like, promote my... Promoting myself. I think that's what it is. I'm not great at that. I've always struggled, like, writing, like, a personal statement or, like, something personal. Yeah. I'm great at, like... Give me a topic, then I'll research the shit out of it. I'm great at writing about that. But yeah. if I talk about myself and like I've always great. been a better speaker than writer. As you know, <laughs> in the inner workings of our network, I'm always like, hey, Liz, how does this sound? <laughs> Word Liz, this for you're me. You're a better writer than I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm better I'm, on paper than I am in person. I've yeah. just opposite that way. Yeah. And I've always had I'm like, if I can do anything, I can hold a conversation. Totally. So if people hire me based on my personality, then I feel good. Right. That's all I have. And honestly, I've been like self-reflecting. We're going a little deep here. The past two weeks, I'm like, I truly feel, right? I feel like I, I am good at a bunch of little things. I'm proficient in nothing. And the only thing I'm proficient in is conversation. Well, then there you go. Oh, you're proficient in conversation. That's a lot to say, yeah. especially because most people are not. Yeah, well... It was just a week last week. I get it's it. continuing into Monday. <laughs> I get it. But that's a great question. Yeah. About that. That's all I have for now. Can't wait until next week's episode. It is my second favorite season three. Yeah. We'll, we'll read your after dark. Yes, I can't wait for that. Oh, brother. Um, I just want to shout out at RK Dog Mom. Dog Mom. On Instagram. Hey, ladies, just found your podcast about a month ago. Love listening during my runs and while I putz around the house. I'm an OG OC fan. I remember getting together with my friends in high school to watch. I own all the seasons on DVD. Thanks for all the great work. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. It means everything. Like, serious. Everything. As some music (laughs) in this episode... We had I Only Have Eyes For You, which I loved when that song was mm-hmm. playing with Neil and Julie on their date. Uh, my Favorite Friend, Stay In The Shade by Jose Gonzalez, Low Happening by Howling Bells, and Brand New Delhi, and then Music by The Tao of Groove. I had a misspelling <laughs> there. Okay, so some fashion lists. Um, I had Summer's Pink Lacy Turtleneck-ish, but it was short sleeve yeah. in the first scene. yeah. I love that. Me too. That she looked good. I had Seth's red striped robe. 
Oh yeah, yeah. super cozy. Mm-hmm. I loved Marissa's smoked out like eyeshadow. It looked like she they like did a wing with like eyeshadow. It's school, I believe it was. Yeah, looking at pictures, it just right? looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's like trendy. We both had a little thing to say about Ryan's button-down red shirt. Not fitting. Did not go with Ryan. Like it fit him. Yeah. Like you know. Oh yeah, fit him. Fit him, but it didn't fit him. Didn't fit the personality of Ryan to me. But he has been dressing this past season and maybe even more so. It's always a button down, like generally a button down with like jeans. Like more refined. Yeah, going to school, which I think is interesting because it's like you're going to school who wants to get super dressed up. But Mm. also he's going to a private school in a rich area. So maybe he feels like he has to impress. Mm, I don't think so. But I just don't find the dress shirts to be necessary and I felt like they're out of character for him even though maybe this is just like the new Ryan I don't know especially red yeah red just wasn't didn't suit him yeah it was a, it's a really bad red yeah I liked Julie's metallic top but now I'm thinking it was probably a dress when she's on the date with Neil when she's on the date with Neil Halter. oh yes mm-hmm. I was gonna say I also liked it was like the paisley with the studs on it. It mm-hmm. was I thought it was a shirt, but then when she comes out at Caitlyn's party, it's a dress. Yeah. I love that on her. It's very pretty. I liked Caitlyn's pink robe. Yeah. I liked uh we liked Marissa's PJs, as we said. But I really liked uh Kiki's like middle part with like that metallic shirt. Even mm-hmm. though she was just wearing jeans with it, I was like, Oh, you look good, girl. And I also like Marissa's hair. Mar- always Marissa's hair. You think it's extensions? I don't it looks like back. it might be because it's not to me, like the past couple episodes, it seems like not as blended as it yeah. was. So yeah. maybe it is extensions, yeah. which is like sad because we're like, we loved Mar- season three Marissa hair. I mean, it still looks great, but it's like, oh man. A girl could still dream. I mean, hey, I have extensions in my hair right, right now. There's nothing I could say about that. But like, you know, a girl, okay, a girl can dream of, of one day looking like that. Yes. I liked Kirsten's robe too. Lots of robes. Her white plush robe. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. That's all I got. And I like Julie's floral dress when she stops by Neil's to get the key when he gives the key to her. I'm trying to remember it. It was fitting. It was a little low cut. It was very pretty. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was blue and white mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. yeah. Some quotes. Quotes. He did have one as it turns out. What was I talking about? I'm not sure. On that one. <laughs> it was like a tail end of some, uh, but like that yeah. scene I thought was really funny, but now I don't remember the quote was about. <laughs> uh, Newport, I hardly knew you. Yeah. Dinner a la Cohen. That was great. She looks like a giant chihuahua. <laughs> People used to say that about her and Luke. Saving the whole drug thing for college. <laughs> you don't want to touch another man. I get it. <laughs> Sad. He said we could watch The Sound of Music on his plasma. Just so plasma. Plasma. So 2006. That's all I have. I should take him out for pizza and bad wine in the back of a mail truck. Mm. I would love some pizza and bad wine. Same. Uh, Caleb would have been proud. Caleb would have been proud. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. If you mess up our future together, it's ruined. And then, can you imagine Marissa Cooper being your older sister? No, I can't. Oh, and then this one. When Ryan says something smells, and Seth goes, first sign of a brain tumor is phantom (gasps) smells. (laughs) 
<laughs> when he started saying that, I was like, oh, whoa, 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 Seth, come on. Are you high? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Do you have your MVPs and shitties? I do. I'm t- I I have them. I might fuse. Okay. For MVP. Okay. How am I gonna do it? Hold on. Hmm. It's not gonna be a good one, but all right, I'll say it. <laughs> okay. Three, Three, two, two one, Marissa. <laughs> summer and Marissa. Sorry. Summer and Marissa. Yeah, my gut initially was summer because mm-hmm. I felt like she stood her own. She was comfortable in herself. But then, as we talked about her and more in the episode, Marissa, really, I feel like she deserves my MVP this week because I understood. I felt like what I said about with Julie, she's just mature. She just she just keeps maturing as much as she doesn't. She's like dense to things in her life. She's yeah. at least mature in like an emotional level of yeah. Respect, maybe that's what I'm looking for. She's a respectful person. Yeah. Let's mark 313, right? This episode. Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to be eating my words in like two episodes. As we were watching tonight, I had this thought where I'm like, I think Marissa is my favorite character. Wow. Wow. I know. I feel like I need a moment of silence for that. (laughs) I I just... (laughs) Our listeners are probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, everyone's probably like, what? I I think Marissa might be. She I, just has, she's just a very dynamic, interesting, sometimes frustrating character. And I feel like we need to talk about that. Because she's, when I think of the OC, as much as everyone thinks of Ryan or Seth, it's Marissa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's Marissa. I'm You're sorry. so funny right now. You're like, it's Marissa. <laughs> Liz's head you guys can disagree. Or if you agree, let us know. But I feel like, yes, like the heart and soul of the OC is like the Coens. But it's definitely Marissa Cooper. But it's Marissa Cooper. Yeah. Hate us if you want, guys. Right. I'm open to the conversation. Please Same. let's talk about it. No, because right. as you know, when I started watching this show many moons ago, I did not like I was all of you guys I was like Marissa sucks get her off the screen I don't want her and Ryan to be together but now I'm like (laughs) Marissa I get you I totally get you and it's it's hard too because I'm watching and I'm like okay I love everybody you love everyone yeah and I'm so proud of Summer and Seth is still yeah. my 16 year old crush. I'll never get over it. Right. Ryan, I'm like, I love you. Love Ryan. Julie, obsessed. Love Julie. Obs- she's so Sandy, hot. Kirsten. Her sweaty body. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about Drooling. how hot Drooling. Julie Cooper Nickel Cooper, Cooper. is. <laughs> but first, I had that thought. I'm like, mm, I think Marissa's my favorite. And then my other thought was like, wow, Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher's you're amazing. A class act. You're a class act. I just. Mm, Right. No, I I, I hear you. I yeah. think that's a great statement. Thank you. We'll see no, we'll how st- you feel uh, in the right. future. But she's just a just an interesting character. Yeah. Shittiest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wonder <laughs> Three, if we have the same break. Yeah. Three, two, two one. Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. But also like Julie for forgetting Caitlin's birthday. A little bit. But I, a little bit. You know what's shitty? It's like you should never forget your kid's birthday. I don't have kids, but I probably wouldn't forget their birthday. Right. I mean, it does. I can get 
like something slipping your mind, like you you're focused in on it, but then when it comes to it, you're like that day just kind of like escapes you kind of thing. And but I like and the broad spectrum, like, no, you shouldn't forget about I it. I almost think right, like what you're saying is if you asked Julie when Caitlin's birthday was, she'd say it. Yeah. Does she know what day of the week it is? Probably no. not. And so to put it in, like she knows it's coming up, but also it's like it's completely out of her yeah. brain because she's so yeah preoccupied with other things. Like right. I totally get that. I feel like that is me lately, and in the past yeah. years, like it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> and she's she's been going through a lot. Yes. So, and you know, Marissa's the only one who remembered. She did. She was trying to be a good sister. Maybe that pissed Caitlin off too. Like, oh wow, of course Marissa would remember. Right, my she's birthday. so perfect. <laughs> that's true. That's a good that's a good aspect. Yeah. Patron of the week? Patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. So this person has been nominated a bunch of times in groups and only once by herself, which I'm like so disappointed in myself for not representing you sooner. Jessica. Jessica. Jessica's our forever friend. Oh, I love Jessica. Um, we love Jessica so, so, so much. We just got to see her again in February for the event in Wilmington. She's just always supporting the network. We posted all of our uh, Tree Hill Talk episodes. She literally went in and liked every single one of them. Uh, I was joking with Michelle earlier. Michelle put together the bowl of noodles of Tree Hill, which if you are a Patreon pledge and you want to listen, it's so funny. It's all of the One Tree Hill cast that we got to interview, naming what noodle they thought they would be, no, and a compilation of all of them. And it's don't so good. Skip over that episode. No, it's a, it's it's a minute. It's so quick. Long and if you guys are a, a, a One Tree Hill fan, like go over to Tree Hill Talk because all it's of our fun. interviews are up. Yeah. They're going to be going up weekly. But if you're a patron, don't skip over the noodle compilation because it's hysterical. It's hysterical. In my opinion, it's in my opinion too, and a lot of other people's opinions because Jess said. That she said it was the best thing ever. So thank you, Jess. But also thank you for your support for all of the years. On every single podcast we've done, you're always there to send us questions or you're just there for wonderful, beautiful words of support. And we thank you and love you so very much. I can close my book. You can close your book. This is where I can relax. You can now (laughs) relax. You ready for that haiku? Ooh, she's she's going into See, her. after my Patreon spiel is, spiel is done, then I get the haiku, and then we, we get the after dark. So I'm very excited. Alrighty, so here's the haiku for three fourteen. Oh yeah, the cliffhanger. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, go. The title. It's Wait, the title. I have to take a picture of Lissa's face where she's like, no. <laughs> I will post this on the. <laughs> <laughs> no judgments I'm in the same sweatshirt as I was on Friday <laughs> it's my cozy podcast sweatshirt see mom I need more podcast clothes <laughs> mama G you listening yeah okay 314 the cliffhanger Ay. there is one question which Cooper do you prefer Ay. watch where you're stepping oh my god Sorry, volume. Oh, my God. I mean, I know exactly what happens in this episode. 
it is a turn for the season. Huge things happen. Um, I'm ready for it to see it happen, to be honest. I'm ready for this change. Um, you OGs know why, and in a little bit I will discuss why I'm so excited, but also saddened by this episode. Um, I know what happens with that. Seth and Summer, though, can't really predict what's going on there because I am i don't know how f- we get into Summer finding out that Seth didn't have his interview. Mm-hmm. She Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it happens next episode, but maybe, like, in the episode after that. Okay. Um, Do you think she finds out about the pot? Yeah, I think Seth's going to continue to do this until someone catches him. That's, I mean, Ryan knows, but I don't think, I think next episode it's going to be like, oh, Seth's doing this. And even Ryan, and we didn't really talk about this, but Ryan says, like, you're doing it alone. You're not, like, socially doing it. You're doing it to cope with something. So... Little red flag there. Maybe he's going to continue to try and cope using weed. Yeah. Um, which many teens and college kids do. So, right. or adults, anyone does that. So, yeah. um, I don't think maybe I'm trying to think when does Sandy and Kirsten realize, or maybe Ryan just keeps it to himself and like the parents never find out. I don't remember what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Like, do they ever find out that Seth's doing it? I think they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there. Um, Marissa is dealing with a lot of shit. Caitlin, this episode, Johnny, it's going to be huge shit storm there. Does Matt come back next episode? I feel like we got reintroduced to him again. And I feel like maybe I, he continues to be on the, I feel like there's such big things that happen next episode. So probably not. No, I I think Matt does because they have to deal with... Right now funny. they got the hospital, so... I'll save this for after dark, Okay, actually. cool. My question for you about Matt. Yeah, so he, I know there's a huge thing that happens in this episode. It's hard for me to think that tiny other things happen, even though I'm sure they do, because you can't just have a huge episode where just one specific thing happens. Especially since we don't know it's coming. So little things have to happen. They have to happen. So I think we're going to touch upon the hospital situation with Sandy and Matt. Seth's still smoking the weed, keeping it under wraps. Maybe, excuse me, uh, maybe summer catches on. Okay. Something's up with him. Okay. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe people get letters in the mail already. No, that would be too soon, right? To get the acceptance and denial letters. It's got to come, though. It's got to come eventually. It's got to come. What, what month do we think we're in? Because mm. we're in January watching it, right? I think we're in January. So we're in January. January, okay. February? Because right, so it's something, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. January, February. All right. Yeah. And then huge thing, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. So that's right. That's all I got. That's great. <laughs> Without I mean, trying to give away what too, much, you know, too much. Can't give too much away. Yeah. I... <laughs> uh, as always, thank you to all of our listeners, all of our Patreon family, everybody who submits questions and emails and so messages. Much fun. It's so much fun. We seriously, I love it every single week. If yeah. you couldn't tell. Yes. If you haven't reached out to us yet, you can reach us at, at Let's Talk OC. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> at Let's Talk OC on 
all social media platforms at let's talk OC at gmail.com. If you'd like to email us, if you're an Apple podcast listener and you are enjoying the show, which I hope you are, and you haven't yet, please leave us a review. Five stars is cool, but no pressure. And if you'd like to hear more of what we do, if you want behind the scenes, if you would like episodes early, if you're into Riverdale, we have a Riverdale Patreon exclusive podcast. You can check out ittakes3network.com. That's our Patreon hub. That's where we put all our fun stuff up there. And uh, until next week, We'll catch you then for a very... The cliffhanger. The cliffhanger. That's what it's called, the cliffhanger? We'll just leave it that. We'll catch you for the (laughs) cliffhanger. There it goes. All right, Liz. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. After dark. I like after dark better. After dark? It's just like more mysterious. Okay. After dark. I'm excited for the questions that we have. Yeah. I feel like every time I end our show... I'm like, I don't know how to end it. I know, really because over. it's not really over. I'm like, okay, bye guys. The main show's over. I know. I hope they don't feel left out, but also like they could binge. Catch up. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so at least finish season three. Yeah, at least finish season three. Tish asks, could you see them setting for the end of Johnny in this episode? No. no. Not at all. Not even a inkling. And that's what we were saying. He's be- not like in a bad place, depressed, nothing. He's manipulated by Caitlin, but like, no, it looks like he's actually kind of sort of enjoying a little bit of his life. I know. And it, that's what I'm saying. That's what we were saying. You know, a couple of minutes ago, when we were talking the mic. Bleh. No, that's what we were saying is it has to start out as a normal episode because it's not nothing, leading up to anything. Right, nothing is. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Be a Mac wants to know. Do you think that the authors made right killing Marissa or they should just send her to the island? And what do you think about Ryan and Taylor relationship? Well, I love Ryan and Taylor. I do But too. again, I haven't watched it in a long time, so I might feel differently this time around. However, I think it's pretty epic that they kill Marissa. I do too. I don't, I would be, I think it would be so out of, it would just be strange if they just were like, she never comes back. It's like, what? wait, what happened to this character? She was such a prominent part of this entire show. You know, I never really thought of it like that, of how crazy it is to kill such a main core I mean, when you character. think about the shows that you've watched in the past and, like, huge characters that die, it's like it changes the show. Who has died? I'm just thinking, oh, you mean on this show in general? Or, like, I don't no, want to no. spoil, like, other people's shows. But. Oh, true. We don't want to spoil everything. <laughs> but, like, just there's OC. just, like, epic characters that you're like, oh, my God, they killed it. Or, like, too. let's just, like, say Game of Thrones. Because pretty much everyone's caught up by the Game of Thrones at this point, If you're right? not, this is where you pause if you're not, it. this is where you pause it. But, like, so many big characters. Yes. You know? And so, I mean, no, like, Daenerys true. at the end. Yeah, but like, you kind of saw that coming. Yeah, you do see that coming. Marissa's yeah. death, you do not see coming. No, you don't. Because she kind of does a change around. But also the fact that the way that, the, the way it happens, you don't, it's like, as you're watching, you're like, oh my God, I hope this doesn't happen. But you can't actually be like, oh wow, they're going to kill Marissa. Yeah. You're like, oh no, they wouldn't kill Marissa. One, but it's a teen drama. It. Two, why would they kill one of the main characters? Yeah, it's pretty shocking. And I know in the past you said it has been rumored that she wanted to leave the show. But I also heard rumors that she was supposed to leave. They had that written from like the very beginning. I know. We keep saying that. I don't I know. I can't. We should look it up because, I mean, it could just be hearsay. Right. And I think it might be. I think it might be too, know. right? Like, yeah. I just... 
I yeah. mean, and then we do talk about how the kids on this show were like getting really big headed from multiple and, sources. Yeah, their egos were inflated. And so maybe she was like, well, mm, you know, maybe she did want to leave or maybe the, the writers were like, you know, maybe it's just time for Marissa to leave. Yeah. But then it's hard for us because we love Misha and we watch her like, oh, it wouldn't make any sense. But maybe. But Misha maybe went through some growth. She did. I mean, she, she went totally through. Totally did. Went through some shit. So. She was like essentially Marissa. Right. <laughs> well, that's what I read that she was becoming like her character. Yeah. Not on purpose, but it just kind of happened. Right. Uh, when I saw the show for the first time back to at BMAC. I didn't like Marissa and really don't care a lot. But now I'm also sad knowing what's going to happen. Definitely. And Ryan and Taylor, I don't think that they are right for each other, but I think that they were good for him to stay with a funny girl and with less drama Definitely. than the other girls. Sorry for the huge DM, but I'm always so happy to talk about the OC. Kisses from Brazil. Oh, cool. Hey. Oh, I also love to hear you talk about One Tree Hill. Oh, well, you. do you listen to Tree Hill talk? <laughs> I would think plug, so. Plug. Yeah. Uh, Del Vasto, our buddy, Del underscore Vasto. Sorry, Michael. So I was going to keep this until season three finale, but yeah. the two of you brought it up last week about Misha leaving the show. Yes, yes. Michael, coming in clutch, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Back when the OC was airing, I remember there being a lot of rumors about Misha's real life mimicking that downward spiral of Marissa's with drug and partying. So there were rumors as to what was there were rumors to that being why they wrote her off the show. However, in an interview, Misha said that the writers came to her with two possible endings for season three, and she chose the ending for Marissa dying. Wow. I'll post the interview below so you can watch. It was no secret that her and the rest of the cast didn't get along. Years after the show ended, the feud remained, and Rachel did a song for Harder Dixie and threw huge shade at Misha in it. What? So it makes sense why she wanted out. Interesting. I'm... I think we obviously will definitely talk about this in the real podcast yeah. come season three finale. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure everyone who hasn't watched it before has questions, but interesting. I remember when Misha was on Dancing with the Stars. Was that right after she finished the OC? Mm-mm. This was like, was I don't. Years later. Yeah, yeah. It was like when Misha wasn't doing anything. It's like, oh my God, Misha. Random, Martin. yeah. But Rachel posted like, oh, good luck, Misha. I mean, maybe time has gone by. Right. And you grow and you evolve, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, you would hope so. A couple of years ago, maybe in 2017 or 18, Josh Schwartz did an interview and said that at a time, they were inexperienced at being writers and they didn't think Marissa's death would have had a big impact on people, have a big impact on viewers and that people would care as much as they did. They didn't realize people would care I as much? I can't remember the interview fully, but I think he said that he regretted killing her off. I'll find the interview and send the link. Thank you. He sent the link and said around the 240 mark is where she said that she chose for Marissa to die. Nice. Okay, I remember... I like that. And again, I thought I knew that... It's funny how you think you remember something. Yeah, and you think it's true, but it's also like you just were hearing it. <laughs> but I remember... I don't know. I have this vague, Michelle, just think before you speak. Cause now I'm like all excited. But I have like this very, very concise memory of Amy and I, after this episode aired season three finale going online and seeing that like, no, like Marissa's dead. Cause at the time you're like, Oh my God, did she really she die? Right. She, they could have revived it? her or something. And then there was this whole thing that like Misha went on and said, Oh yeah, no, Marissa's dead. 
Yes. And it was spoiled for everyone. And it was spoiled. I mean, she ruined it. Yeah. Right? Like, it was before it even... I thought it was before the episode even aired. Like, she felt bitter and she ruined it for everyone. See, here's us See, did you? But did you tell me that? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> did that happen before we watched the episode? But I feel like after that episode ended, Amy and I went online. I was in my childhood bedroom. Fucking house party was going on. Remember yeah. I told you oh, all yeah, to I not know. come Sam upstairs? And, I were like, come on. and I was like, leave me alone. Marissa <laughs> just died. And... I could have sworn we went online and we read like, oh no, like she's, she's dead. Good. dead for or good. we read it before the episode aired and we're like, we can't, right. did this actually happen? Right. Yeah. <sighs> right. The things that you think you remember and you're yeah. like, wait, where did I get this information from? It's like the Mandela. <laughs> exactly. Uh, at Muse Chick, I always blamed Caitlin for Johnny's end. Yeah. Yeah. You do blame him. If Johnny her. didn't hang out with Caitlin, where do you think he would be right now? Probably just, I think they would have just faded him out. Yeah. Why do we have to kill him, you know? Yeah. Marissa would still try to be his friend, so he would still try to keep hanging around or keep his distance. I think the way they left off last episode, if there was no Caitlin. He would try and keep his distance, I think. I think so, too, and I think they would have just... They would have just faded out, and he would have thought about her from time to time, and she would have thought about him from time to time, but they would, I don't think, it would just, you... Would they would fade of making the effort to see each other? Yeah. Why do you think that this is what finally throws Melissa? <laughs> Melissa, Marissa. Why do you think this is what finally throws Marissa over the edge? It took time for her to get over the tray thing. I know. Also, I do remember Volchuk actually being nice for just a while when it came to Marissa. So I felt like he was her escape until it was. Right. Right. And one, this season will just keep going down. I'm not ready. It's yeah. true because she saw she sees a side of Volchuk obviously that we don't see. Right. He is her prom date. <laughs> which I wasn't gonna spoil prom dates for you, but I'm not gonna spoil other prom dates. That makes sense though. So yeah. Yeah, but surprising that this is what changed Marissa for the worst. You know, because she has been through so much shit. Like her parents and her dad leaving again, and then her now her sister is stirring up shit in her life. Like, and then the whole tree stuff and everything she's had to deal with. And I guess this is just literally like she's like, okay, just too much. My life has been too much to too deal much. with. It's too much. It's all too much. <laughs> but imagine your whole life, right? In terms of you have the shooting, then you go to this new school. Then you meet this new guy. And he helps you out and he's your friend. He's your friend. He helps you out. He gets hit by a car. You help him get it's a surgery. Fault. It's your fault. <laughs> uh, he ends up dating your little sister, which is just weird and you can't comprehend that, and then ends up dying. And it's ultimately your fault. Because everything that's bad that's happened to Johnny is your fault. Yeah. I might snap too. Yeah. Even though too. it's not her fault. It's not. It's just all circumstantial. And it just so happens to that she's involved in all of the bad aspects of his life. Like if she never was introduced to him, he could have lived a better life. And ultimately he dies because he has Marissa in her life, in his life. And Caitlin. And Caitlin. Because he's drunk and. I. Yeah. It's just crazy how they, it looks like it's going to be one way because then they fix his knee and everything's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, no, forget it. I would love to see the whiteboard of Johnny's character. Like the storyline, like all like the pins. Here's where we started. Why are we going this way? What's our route for him? 
did they have the plan of like, yeah, we're going to bring Caitlyn in and she's ultimately going to be there when he slips? Like, right. how did they decide to kill two kids in one in season? In one season. And like, t- teenagers. Right. And like, characters that are not, like, yes, Johnny's a side character, but he is a main character of season three. He's a main point. A yeah, story he's point. a huge story plot. Yeah. So they killed off two huge people in this season one of the most main characters, if not the main character of the show. And like, you think about it, they killed Caleb. Not, I mean, I mean, you, you see that coming sort of. Right. From, and it, it's kind of like, and it a, makes sense. Right. Because parents have died. Yes. Older elders. Of have course. Died. Yeah. Like you expect an elderly person or an older person to pass away. When you see a kid that has so much to live for twice, then they do that to two children. Yeah. It's awful. Ugh, it just makes me think. Now, remember we were talking about now I've come up with who they've killed, like different shows. Uh-huh. I won't say it in <laughs> yeah. case. Right, you know. I know. Uh on a lighter note, do you remember Matt's girlfriend? Um, do I remember who she is? Like is she an actress that I know? No, I don't remember who she is. I can't think of her name right now. Oh. <laughs> no, but so Matt's girlfriend comes into the picture. Okay. She, I sort of remember that. Yeah. The actress is Ben McKenzie's wife. Oh, she's from Deadpool. She's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, yeah. No, all I of for- that. It's hysterical, oh, though. that's so funny. Because they didn't really interact on the show. Right. But they both were. That's funny. Yeah. She's a stunner. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's all I have. Yeah, I think that's it. We have to go watch that video oh. that Michael sent us. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Thank you to everyone who sent us questions and wanted to talk about it. Because obviously we're here to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Because there are many things that I remember, but there are mostly things I don't. You know so what? it's fun to like recharge my brain a little bit with yeah. talking about it. And you know what's so fun is that this show... Has been off the air for so long. Yeah. And here we are still, still talking about talking it. Talking about it for almost two hours. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> thank you, friends, for entertaining. Yeah, if you're at this point, thank you so much for listening still. Best. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye.